open eyes that we may see to follow the Sharice Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. Hello, 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 everyone, and how are you doing today? All right, today we are going to talk about Deuteronomy 27, 1 through 26, and the topic of discussion will be on the law inscribed on stone and Curses pronounced by Moses. Topic again is the law inscribed on stones and curses pronounced by Moses. So get your Bible, get your tablet, your cell phone, however you may read the word, 
and get you a snack or a drink or however, you know, you want to, you know, really sit down and meditate on the word and we could do this together. Okay, so I want you to get ready, get prepared, get everything situated and come on and let's do this. Okay, come on, babies, let's get busy. Deuteronomy 27, 1-26. We are talking about the law inscribed on stones. And it reads, And Moses with the elders of Israel commanded the people, saying, Keep on the commandments which I command you this day. And it shall be on the day when ye shall pass over Jordan unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, that thou shalt set thee up great stones and plaster them with plaster, and that thou shalt write upon them all the words of this law when thou art passed over, and thou mayest go in unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, a land that floweth with milk and honey, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee. Therefore it will, it shall be, when ye be gone over Jordan, that ye shall set up these stones which I command you this day, and mount evil, and thou shalt plaster them with plaster. And there shalt thou build an altar unto the Lord thy God, an altar of stones. Thou shalt not lift up any iron tool upon them. Thou shalt build the altar of the Lord thy God of whole stones, and thou shalt Offer burnt offerings thereon, on thereon unto the Lord thy God, and thou shalt offer peace offerings, and shalt eat there and rejoice before the Lord thy God. And thou shalt write upon the stones all the words of this law, law very plainly. And Moses and the priests. The Levites spake unto all Israel, saying, Take heed and hearken, O Israel, this day thou art before the people of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt therefore obey the voice of the Lord thy God, and do his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. And Moses charged the people the same day, saying, These shall Stand before Mount Gerzium, Gerzium to bless the people. When ye are come over Jordan, Simon and Levi and Judah and Issachar and Joseph and Benjamin, and these shall stand upon Mount Ebal to curse. Reuben, Gad, and Asher, and Zebulun, Dan, and Naphtali. 
and the Levites shall speak and say unto all the men of Israel with a loud voice, Cursed be the man that maketh any graven or molten image an abomination unto the Lord, the work of the hands of the craftsmen, and put it in a secret place, and all the people shall answer and say, Amen. Cursed be he that set it right by his father or his mother, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that removeth his neighbor's landmark, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that maketh thee blind to wander out of the way, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that perverteth the judgment of the stranger, fatherless and widow, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that lieth with his father's wife, because he uncovereth his father's skirt, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that lieth with any manner of beast, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that lieth with his sister, the daughter of his father, or the daughter of his mother, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that lieth with his people, with his mother-in-law. Cursed be he that lieth with his mother-in-law, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that smiteth his neighbor's neighbor secretly, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that taketh reward to slay an innocent person, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that confirmeth not all the words of this law to do them, and all the people shall say, Amen. I have just read Deuteronomy 27, 1 through 26. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes. Thank you, Lord, for opening our ears. Thank you, Lord, for opening everything about us to understand that your word is true and and comes without void. Lord, we thank you for allowing us just this day to have daily bread and to have a moment of clarity to understand what instructions you are trying to give us today. Lord, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus, and may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. So, let's deep dive into this topic of the topic of the law inscribed on stones and curses pronounced by Moses. Okay? So, this is a segment of review Moses is 
coming to the new generation of the children of Israel. And Moses, with the elders of Israel, commanded people, saying, Keep all the commandments which I command you this day. He is giving them, he is gathering everyone to let them know what is going on, what is happening, what is uh, uh, this thing called the commandments, the guide, the, the, the principles of God's commands. And with this, it is where, and thou shalt write upon them all the words of the law. On a plastered piece of stone. Okay. And. And. It shall be on this day. When ye shall pass over Jordan. Unto with, unto the land. Which the Lord thy God giveth thee. That thou shalt set thee up. Great stones. And plaster them with plaster. Okay. And thou shalt write upon them. All the words of this law. When thou art passed over, that thou mayest go in unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, a land that floweth with milk and honey, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee. And he says, You take these words and you do it at Mount Ebal, and you take these words and live by them. Live by them your whole life. Live by them. God, let them guide and lead you in the right way to go. Okay? And he also sits here and says, And Moses charged, I'm in 2711, And Moses charged the people the same day, saying, These shall stand upon Mount to bless the people when ye are come over Jordan, Simeon, Levi, Judah, 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 and Issachar, Joseph, and Benjamin. These are the people that shall bless you, that shall lead you and guide you. And he also, he tells them, this is the way that you are supposed to do when for the children of Israel when it comes to these commandments. And he also says, okay, so after I give you this, after I help you, after I teach you this, and and these shall stand upon Mount Ebal to curse. He has sent out blessings. He, He blesses one group and he curses the other because they have maybe done something in their tribe, in their way of living, in the way that God has asked them to do these commandments. They have twisted the word. They have uh, uh, went out and did other things that were not of God. And he has placed curses on these following. He has placed curses upon the following groups. Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebulun, Dan, and Nephtali. 
And the, Le- and the Levites shall speak and say unto all the men of Israel, loud voice, Cursed be the man that maketh any graven or multi image an abomination unto the Lord. Okay, can't make a multi image. Um, uh, you have. It's an abomination. The work of the hands of the craftsmen to put it in the secret place, and all the people shall answer and say, "Amen." Okay, now if you find this out, you are you cursed. If you decide to make a molten image, a graven image, graven or molten image of another person's god, he doesn't even want you to have a graven or molten image of him. God don't want you to have a multi, a graven or image or molten image. It's an abomination. Okay, then he says, Cursed be those that set it light by the father or his mother. And all the people shall say, Amen. He has placed several curses on the things that people cannot do. He's placed curses on those that um, remove the neighbor's landmark, make it blind to wander out the way, um, perverted the judgment of strangers, fatherless, widows, and all the people. And then he says, they have lied. They have lied. That means lay. That means have had relationships, sexual relationship with their father's wife, with the dog, with the beast. They have lied with their sister or their brother or the daughter of the mother or Laying daughter, father that have lied with their mother-in-law, that have smited, they that have killed their neighbor secretly, have done this in secret, not some that's secretly. That means you killed somebody behind you. You killed somebody and you ain't tell nobody. You killed them, you didn't tell nobody anything. Okay, and you have and killed that innocent person. That didn't do nothing. That that had nothing to do. You just killed them straight out. You you didn't know if that person was innocent or not. And you just killed them anyway. And and cursed be he that conformeth confirm confirming not all the words of the law to do them. Okay. Now you have committed to God. You have committed to this law you have committed but you don't do them so basically you have just cursed yourself all these things Moses has pronounced to be curses pronounces the curses okay and now if your generation if you do this you'll be cursed you won't have no good luck you won't have no you won't be able to have a good life, you will be damned for the rest of your life. That means there is no promises from God. There's no, you can't have any, there's nothing good going to come out of your generation if you commit these curses. Okay, so think about that and you'll daily live another day. What have you committed to God that you have reneged on? Or you have turned to the point where you do not want to. You have 
Giving God all these promises, you made these promises, God. You made these vows. You made these commitments. You made you made a commit, and then you reneged on them. Okay, and then you committed all these sins and things like. What have you done to cause your generational curses happen? It's based on generational curses. You know where you okay? It start off where it start with this person. Start off in this family, and then it continues to keep going through generations because no one has taught you right or wrong. No one has given you to set you down and say, look, this ain't what life is about. This is not what you're supposed to do. This is, someone has come along and they've just created this one thing after another, and it's the same stuff that's going on in your family. It's a generational curse. That's just like generational curses. What have you done? in your family, or, or you look back on your family, and you realize, oh my God, I can't believe I was doing the same thing my mama was doing. I had to come to that rationalization in my life myself, and look back over my life, and look at what I've done, and I realized I made the same mistake my parents was doing, because I hadn't been taught any other way. I hadn't been shown any other way, and then I decided to be the curse breaker in my family with doing things different and apologizing and understanding that um, I don't have to be this. I don't have to keep bearing this curse because of my parents, because of my mother, because of my father, because of my grandmother. I don't have to keep uh, creating this curse generation. I could be a curse breaker. So what do you do to break your curse? Go back, look at your life, look at the people before you, look at what they might have done, what you have done, and look at, oh my God, I can't believe I repeat the same thing they did. And be that generational curse breaker. Do things the opposite of what you what you were taught. And try to think of good ways to improve your relationship with people, to improve your life standing with God, to ask God for forgiveness, to ask God, look, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I was, I was doing these things. I didn't realize I was co- creating these curses in my family. I didn't re- realize how bad my bad my habits of uh, maybe having all these men, all these, all these children out of wedlock. Okay, that could be something. Well, our mothers did that, and now we think, okay, all right, that's that's something that we gotta do. Or we have to realize, we have to, and how does that have an effect on us if we keep doing that as women? How do we correct these things? How do we, okay, first it starts off with, okay, acknowledging some things that we're going to put it out there, that our parents didn't teach us right from wrong about relationships, about um creating anything uh, uh, positive in our lives besides a bunch of drama, uh, drinking all the time, drugs. What, what, did, what did that generation before you do to show you what was not? You knew it wasn't normal, but you kind of thought it was normal because it was something that you saw and you thought it was normal for everyday living. Whether your mom was an alcoholic, your dad was an alcoholic, or, you know, or... Uh, you know, the relationship didn't work out. What did you learn from that? And then you take that and, and say, okay, I want to do my life different. I want to do things different. I want to really do things different in my life. 
Well, I don't want to go from man to man to man like my mama did. I don't want to, uh, I want a, a man in my life that's going to help me take care of the kids instead of have the kids. And they wander off and do whatever they want and go live their life. And I'm stuck with this baby that has no father. That my mother had to go through, that my mother went through the same thing with my father. Or, you know, and, and sometimes we could break them generational curses if we just say, look, I gotta love myself. I gotta love myself enough to know I deserve more in life. I deserve to be creative in my life. I deserve to have more than what my mom and daddy decided to have. Sometimes it's just a change of mindset when you break a generational curse. It's the change of your mindset when you break a generational curse. It's the thought process. It's the, the way you think. It's how you think. Okay, find a solution instead of getting mad, getting angry, going out here. All right, I'm going to go get high. I'm going to go get drunk. I'm going to do this. And, 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 and that's your life of daily living because you live with some pain or some trauma or you, you might have dealt with some things in your life that you haven't come to really deal with. You're running from them. You're running from that general. You're creating a generational curse because you're running from facing the facts about something that might have happened in your life. And that's and if you look at it, your parents might have experienced the same thing. That's why they the way they was, because they didn't want to look at. They didn't. They want. They didn't want to look at their pain. They was too busy drowning in their pain. It was too. Oh God, God, thank you, Lord, for letting me speak today. You have been trained to run from your trauma instead of dealing with it head on and thinking of solutions or other ways of dealing with the pain. Instead of going see a therapist, you know, instead of running to the dope man or running to uh, some man that you don't sleep with or a woman you want to sleep with or you got mommy issues or fatherless issues. You, you, you can break that generational curse. You can break the generational curses because it's up to you. You have a choice. Breaking generational curses is a good thing. If you don't want to deal with family members and things like that that bring a bunch of drama, that's a good thing. You're changing your mindset. You're changing your way you think. You're breaking this generational curse. No, I don't want to be around Uncle Junior because Uncle Junior, all he want to do is get drunk and then... And then if something happens or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hypothetically speaking because I grew up around a lot of alcoholics when I was younger. My father was an alcoholic. My mother was an alcoholic. Um, and I would see my father and he would come in. He wouldn't even say hi to me. He wouldn't say, he wouldn't acknowledge me. He wouldn't, and that's what gave me that sense of fatherlessness. My father was there, but he wasn't there for me. He was there for go get high. He was there for showing all his friends, um, uh, showing all his friends, oh, I got money now, and I, I do this, and I do that, and pill, living pillar to post the whole time. That's what I learned. That's how I learned to live. Oh, when I get some money, I act brand new with people. When I'm broke, it's, oh, um, when, you know, that was a generational curse I had to deal with. I knew my grandmother taught me better about money, but because I was too busy out here trying to find people to fit in or be in a group or be in a clique because I didn't get that acknowledgement at home 
that's what led me down the road of doing a lot of things I've done. Anyway, so like I was saying, I want to be the generation. Say to yourself, I want to be the generational curse breaker. I want to be the generational curse breaker. I want to be someone that does not do the same things my parents and my sisters or my brothers or whatever them decided to do with their life. It takes a lot to, it takes a lot, it takes a lot to want to be a generational curse breaker. It takes a lot. It, ta- it takes a changing of the mind or the soul and the spirit. So, what do you want to do first in your life to break your generational curses? Okay? And what laws are you going to abide by or incorporate in your life today to say that you want to recommit yourself to God in a way that he could, you could, y'all, that you and God can have a relationship where you don't, where you seek forgiveness and you want to be a generational curse breaker at the same time. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay? So, like I was saying, I want to uh, thank it, thank you for coming and listening to to the podcast today. And I thank you so much. And I love you. And I appreciate you for listening to podcast today. All right? Sharice Johnson Moore saying peace and talk to you for our next daily devotional episode. Love you. Bye, babies. Hello everyone and welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy a positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Thank you.